Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Drew here. I want to welcome you all to another fine episode of Phoenix Down. Um, we, I, I should explain why we call it Phoenix Down. Um, I, I've never really done that. What we do here is basically bring older games back to life. Hence the Phoenix Down. We rise from the ashes and bring forth games that infuriate us and make us happy and make us nostalgic. And some of these games deserve to be resurrected. Some of them don't. Yeah, some <laughs> of them need to be buried and, and left. Very deep. But uh, yeah, that's what we do here at Phoenix Down. And um, tonight I do have with me my partner in crime, Matt Quinn. Hello. And we are finishing up Stalker. Shadow of Chernobyl. We uh, played through a little bit less than halfway. Well, I don't know what to say about this game. Um, a little bit. <laughs> I, I, as far as the fact goes that we're going by, um, it says that we're a little bit less than halfway. Uh, we just began going to the Dark Valley. Um, and I remember distinctly saying that I can't make it to the Dark Valley because there's radiation everywhere and it keeps saying I get radiation poisoning before I can make it to the are you sure you want to travel to this new area little menu box. Um, but I went ahead, went past that, this, this kind of just, just ran through it. And sure enough, I went to the Dark Valley and oh, lo and behold, there's no radiation anymore. That made no sense to me. Yeah, that's kind of a, a strange part of this game. It seems like radiation is kind of synonymous with invisible walls sometimes. It's like, you don't wanna, you're don't want you not allowed to go here, so that's where the radiation is. <laughs> Over here is fine, where you can go. That's a, that's a perfect point, because every time I ran into radiation, I thought, oh, I'm not supposed to go here. Yeah, but and it's like, well, you'll be able to get there later, but... Well, see, it's not even that. It was just, like, they were telling me, this is the way you have to go. According to my map. Yeah, not and, so subtly. Yeah, and it was just, okay, I can't go this way because there's radiation everywhere. And I have been trained throughout the entire game so far that if you hit a radiation area, this is not where you're supposed to go. So it was just a very dumb thing to do. I have no idea why they did that. And for the longest time, I started Google searching, where do I find a radiation suit in Stalker? <laughs> You know, and stuff like that, and every and of course every forum was wrong. I'm like, oh, you don't really need radiation suit anywhere, so there's no need for it, and stuff like that. I'm like, this is not helping me. Every time I go to a forum, it's always, here's my problem, and somebody posts the first post and says, this is my problem. Hey, that's exactly the problem I have. And then I scroll down, and everybody's saying, I have this problem, too. I have this problem, too. I have this problem, but it's a variation of that problem. I have this problem. And then another person comes in and says, I don't even have this problem. And then, oh, then the people are saying, oh, you, just, you should have bought a PC instead of a Mac. Or, you know, or the Xbox 360 sucks. And I'm just like, none of this is fucking helping me. Drew's raging detour for the moment. Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> but anyway, that's that's be, that's why I don't do forums anymore. Yeah, me either. Um. But anyway, so back to Stalker. We're, we we go to the Dark Valley. The Dark Valley... Why are we going to the Dark Valley? I can't really remember. I think what happened here is that we got some documents at the Research Institute. Yeah, and we had to get the other part of the Yeah, documents. and like, oh, there's just some papers missing. Or yeah. some pieces missing. 
And so they tell us to go to this lab in the dark valley. Um, not really much in the dark valley, but this is the first time where you begin to see zombies. I mean, that's basically what yeah, they are. That's, yeah, that's essentially what they are. These zombies can carry guns and shoot guns as well. Oh, how I miss these zombies, though. <laughs> so easy to take down. So Absolutely. slow. They're dumb. They don't they really... Don't. They <laughs> aim at you and pull the trigger, and they don't hit you with very many bullets. This is true. Um, so, uh, for Basically, for this whole, I want to say, third of the game, I switched back to my pistol. Yeah. Because one or two headshots, and these zombies go down. Yeah. It's um, and they carry some pretty good stuff too. Yeah. Yeah, they carry like a you know a couple of machine guns that I actually picked up and used for a little while, and they have ammo like crazy. Mm. Yes. But um, the I, I also should mention, and I don't know if you did this too, Matt. I did download Stalker Complete. Yes, before I st- started playing. So basically, immediately after the last recording. Yeah. I downloaded and installed the 2009 complete version. Yeah, I um, it couldn't have been easier. It was fantastically easy to install. Yeah, there was no manipulating any files, and certainly not manipulating any code. Yeah, I just I I just downloaded it and started playing. Yeah, and that that blew me away. Yeah, especially the fact that it was that it worked when it, in a game that I got from Steam. Like if it had been a separate application. That was completely unrelated to anything with any oversight. You know, maybe I would have not been as surprised. Yeah. But I, I don't. Know, I was just shocked by how easily it, how easy it was to set up. And I would say there's no point in playing this game without doing that immediately. This is very true. It changes a few things around. Makes it obviously a little bit better looking of a game. Yeah. You know, I I, I can't really tell how much better though, because. I couldn't like really go back and replay. You know, I, I was onto a lot of new sections and stuff, so I, I would have liked to see a toggle switch or something. Like basically, that's how I feel with any HD remake or anything. Like, like Halo. I, yeah, like these things look good, but in my memory, this is how these games looked anyways. So I'd love to be able to switch back and forth between the two versions, so I can say, oh yeah, this is clearly better right here. But in the absence of that, I'd rather just have it be better like this was. <laughs> yeah. It uh, it definitely made nighttime fucking dark as shit. Yeah, brutally dark. Couldn't Thank God see for that sleeping shit. bag. Yeah, I uh, I just braved through it, turned on my uh, flashlight, and kept going. I needed a flashlight with a couple extra double D's in it though. <laughs> the flashlight was the weakest flashlight I've ever seen. The um, but it also added one other very very important feature, a feature that I had longed for for so long since I started this game. It added a fast travel feature. It was almost a little broken. In fact, it broke my game a couple of times and I had to re- re- reload. Uh, I would, had one weird quirk in this game where I could never... I wanted to turn the music sound volume down, but I could not access the options menu from the pause screen. Huh. Every time I did that, it would crash my computer. Strange. I never checked it, but, I mean, but I don't know. Never. It, it did one weird thing one time. Um, 
everything turned into text. And I, I like I don't know what happened. It was like a like big, the Matrix. Yeah, it was like a big wall of text. And every time I'd move, it sounded like I was still playing the game. You could hear me moving around, and I could shoot, and you could hear my gun go off. It was just like this big wall of text was covering my screen. I saved and reloaded, and nothing. It it went back to normal. That was the only time it ever messed up with me. Strange. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I did install that. Uh, I installed that after making it to the lab with the scientists. Um, I made it to the lab, and I said, you know what, let me just go ahead and install this. Also, thank you, Jay, for um, suggesting that. Yes, that was uh, quite the upgrade on this game. And it came at a time when I wasn't loving the game, so a combination of of that, you know, this update with, you know, the game maybe just getting a little bit better and my getting more used to it, like, all these things together kind of helped me get through the rest of this game. Yeah. So we go to... Uh, Obviously, we're in the the, the Dark Valley. Uh, we, we finally make it to this place called Lab X18. It's basically completely surrounded by zombies. There's mm-hmm. there's zombies running everywhere. Um, and this lab looks a lot like a almost like a bunker from like a war or something like that. And you go inside, and there's these two scientists there. Uh, you mention to them, hey, I need these lab documents. Well, they say they have the lab documents, but they need help first. Of course, everybody needs help first, <laughs> and we have to go with the um, the lab assistant uh, through, I guess, like a, like a sewer almost to collect some data. It doesn't take very long, uh, but there is an important thing that happens during this uh, this little mission that we got. Uh, you pass out. Yeah, that seems to happen a lot in this game, too. Yeah, you pass out a lot in this game. He's of weak constitution. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, he... Uh, when you wake up... Oh, is it one of those FMV cutscenes? Or not FMV. But is it one Is it one of those cutscenes where... You know, it's yeah, not... it's, it's completely not, not an engine. Yeah, not in-game engine. Um, yeah. And... Like I can't remember which part it was. I think it may have just been him, like laying there or, or standing there, looking at a a field. Yeah. Uh, basically, what it is, we keep getting throughout the entire game. We're getting we pass out and we start having these visions, and it's basically that same vision but just extended more. Yeah, you get yeah. It keeps opening it up. Yeah. So I'll just go ahead and mention the entire vision. The entire vision is him standing in front of a field. A gigantic swarm of rats come over the field, over the hill, going toward him. And he pulls out a AK-47 and starts shooting them. Yeah, it's that, really worth the time and money that they put into it. Yeah, I don't... I, and this that's not even the first... The first part was just him standing at a field. This is throughout the entire game. That's after the reveal. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> so I we, shook my head every time I saw that, though. I'm like, what is this? Like, yeah. Why are we watching this guy kill a bunch of rats coming at him? If this game were a movie, it would have been about an 11-minute movie. <laughs> but, um, the, we, we get, we, we help him out. We come back, we get the doc, the final documents and everything like that. Um, 
when doing that, we leave the dark valley and we go back to the the first guy, um, the traitor. Mm-hmm. Um, and he tells us we should go to. Um, there's another lab that we have to go to. Yeah, X sixteen. Yeah, X sixteen. So we have to travel to X sixteen, which is way the hell on the other side of the map. Yeah, this was the only time I really used the quick travel. Yeah, this was when the handy dandy quick travel. Worked. As soon as I saw a distance marker of over six hundred, whatevers. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, all right, I'm not gonna walk that. <laughs> so we fast traveled to Yantar. Yantar. Yep. Um. I can't really remember what happened in Yantar. I don't think much did. Yeah, I don't think a whole lot of happened. A whole lot happened. We had to. <sighs> Is this where we find out about Ghost and? Well, we get information about a man named the Doctor. That's what they called him. And we're trying to go and find this Doctor. There's just so many inconsequential people in this game that yeah. I, know, I don't know. Like, was it Vasily? Was that the Doctor? Was it Sarkarov? Was the Doctor? I can't remember what his name is. I remember they was calling the Doctor. And what we had to do there was basically go back to um, Starlock's uh, hideout. Which, we're actually getting pretty close. It, it was before we went to Lab 16 when we found out about this. I think. Um, we go find the Doctor. He is in the, uh, the, the Starlock's little hideout where we went before. And you pass out again. Um, the and you have another one of those stupid little cutscenes, but when you wake up, the doctor is actually standing over you. And the very important thing to remember here is the doctor is constantly calling you Sterlick. There's your big twist, folks. The man who you have been searching for and the man that you have been sent to hunt down and kill is yourself. And that's how I felt. Pure, si- <laughs> pure silence. Pure silence. Just didn't. I was like, okay. Yet, even after you find out you're Sterlick, that little mission in the PDA is st- st- still there. Kill, kill Sterlick. <laughs> and I'm like, well, am I ever going to accomplish this mission? <laughs> you know, at this point, yeah, I think I should. Now, I shouldn't say. Up to this, I point. never even heard him say that. I, Wait, what? I don't know what I missed. <laughs> Wait, seriously, you you didn't know that? No, I didn't know that I was playing as Strelik. Yeah. Unless no, are I... you Strelik, or does he think you're Strelik and you're not Strelik? No, because at the end, they it's mentioned. Hmm. So during your cutscene with the Doctor while you're waking up, what was he saying? I don't have. Any idea? <laughs> Did you ever meet the doctor? Was it so? I don't, I don't know. Actually, I have no idea if I met this doctor or not. You know, you had to go back to the. I don't think I ever went back to Strelok's hideout. I don't think I met this doctor. Wow. 
I don't know if I was supposed to or if I had to, but I'm pretty sure this never happened for me. Well, unless I was drunk that night and can't and have somehow confused myself. I know that there was a cutscene where that doctor was standing over you talking to you and he called you Strelick constantly. And that was the big reveal. What the fuck am I thinking? I may just be showing that I'm a dumbass and I didn't understand the story. But Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I went straight from X you know, I, basically I went from X eighteen to X sixteen to looking for this antenna because that's what all the documents we were looking for you know was so that they could shut off this brain scrambler brain scorcher yeah I'm not crazy I'm watching the cutscene right now (laughs) I don't I never went back to that uh, Strelix hideout though I don't know where how I missed it. I don't know if I had to. I, I don't even remember being told to go back there. See, I was I was told to go f- seek out the doctor. And then I went and talked to a couple of guys, and they said, oh, he's probably at Sterlick's hideout somewhere. Yeah, maybe so, if I was said go seek out the doctor, I said, nope, I'm moving forward. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I went and saw him, and uh, that cut scene happened. I'm, that's uh, yeah. a pretty big chunk of information to put in a side mission, then. This is true. I, I thought that was part of the story. Like I didn't think you could actually skip that. What do, what does he give you that's key then? The, I mean, like what does he give you that you need to, to have to continue? He lets you know that the monolith, the 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 big bad guys of the game, um, they 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 have information. In fact, he may be the one to give you. The mission that you need to do, the the quest that you need to do to go find the stash, the the monolith stash. Did did you get that one? No, don't think I ever got a monolith stash. That's it then. I don't think I ever had any information on them. I just thought they were bad guys. Yeah, no, the so all right. Screw this walkthrough bullshit. We'll just talk about this game. So here's what happened with my game. I talked to this doctor. He's calling me Strelick. I start believing, I guess I am Strelick. I just didn't know. Um, he gives me information saying that there is a secret stash for Monolith, the the, the, the the big mercenary group or whatever they are, scientists, experimental, whatever, guys who are basically doing bad things. Um, there's a secret stash in Pripyat. Um, and if you go find it, you can reveal the truth. And that's what he says. Um, I guess this is the way to get the true ending. There are multiple endings in this game. Ah, uh, okay. Um, that makes more sense then, because I, when I was reading through the fact, I saw something about a secret stash yeah. in Pripyat, but I never had the option to get to it in-game. Yeah, so after that, um, going to Lab 16... It's another one of those fucking annoying-ass places. Lab 16 was the one where you get locked in with that fire thing. Is that the one I'm thinking of? I thought that was 18. Was that 18? Yeah. 
because that was a bitch. Because I didn't know what I was supposed to do, and there's just jets of fire coming out at me. Yeah, I can't out of remember. Nothingness. I can't remember, but it, anyway, yeah, there's there's so many stupid things in this game, like the fucking the fire thing. The, the whole time I've been trained in this game to avoid these anomalies with a fucking passion. Yeah. And this thing's floating around, shooting fire everywhere. So I know to stay the fuck away from it. I didn't know I could shoot it. I didn't know I could kill it. I didn't know it was holding the fucking door. <laughs> I had to go like and watch somebody play this game to see how they did it. That's how bad this game is. X-16 was the one where you had to flip all the switches. And there was like a central column. You had to turn off the, the psi emitter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the one, uh, yeah, the the one with the, the brain scorcher. Yeah. That's um, what it was. Yeah, in order to get to Pripyat, Prip- um, we had to turn off the brain scorcher, which was like this big electromagnetic wave shooting thing that basically killed you if you stepped in it. Um, so that was like, it was basically, I finally started realizing that there were sections of this area that I couldn't go to until I did something. Yeah. And that was when it finally dawned on me that, oh, I am I have to get the Pripyat. In order to get the Pripyat, I have to go to Lab 16. So, yeah. Um, so what happens is I go to Pripyat. I know I'm mispronouncing that. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I, I go to this town. I meet up with a bunch of mercenary guys that are helping me. We go through. We're getting attacked by monolith guys and, uh, you know, like buildings, top of buildings and on the ground, everything like that. After that, um, another annoying part, going through that fucking parking garage. Holy shit, that took me forever. Yeah, see, I didn't have much trouble with the parking garage. It was more the section after when you're in kind of the the little cinder block town. It was. I was. It was raining for me. I don't know if it's raining for everybody because of the the weather system. Was that the, the one where the random radiation would pop up? Yeah, I thought that was everywhere in this game. <laughs> no, no. This was like I'd just be walking, and all of a sudden I'd go into the fucking red and say, "You are fucking poisoned right now, and you're about to fucking die." Just like two steps ahead of me. If I take two <laughs> steps out, I, I'm no longer in radiation. Yeah, but sounds about right. Yeah, that that that. Oh my god, that was annoying. At that point, I dropped every fucking thing I had except for a gun, ammo, and healing items, and just ran. I didn't fight anybody. I didn't do anything. I just ran. Um, I skipped completely the army warehouse. I skipped the red forest completely. I wish I had. Because I was looking for the antenna and I got lost in the red forest. I didn't realize I had to follow the road all the way around it. <laughs> you know, I saw the arrow pointing ahead. I'm like, all right, there must be, you know, like a cave entrance somewhere at the end of this forest. <laughs> yeah, it basically I was in the red forest for over an hour and got nothing out of it. Yeah, I didn't even go there. I, I, I In fact, I tried to fast travel the Prepriot, but I couldn't. Because every time I spawned where I was supposed to travel to prep route, there's like five guys that would stand there and just mow me down. So I was like, that is, that's a no-go. I have to walk to these guys. But anyway, so I, when we get to prep route, we got these uh, mercenary guys. We're fighting them. We go through the parking garage, and there's a hotel 
after you get out of the parking garage, that's where the stash is. When you find the stash, you find a access code for when you go to the sarcophagus. Okay. Um, yeah. See, I never went near the hotel. Yeah. See, when you go to the hotel, you get the you get the information that Monolith is behind a lot of this stuff. Um. You go to the sarcophagus. I mean, all right. I, I'm skipping a lot of shoot dudes and die a lot. See, that's funny because for me, that was 98% of this game was just try and make it around this corner, kill the two guys there, then save, then advance two feet, kill one more guy and save, then kill one more guy and save, and then you can walk now 20 feet before you have to shoot somebody else. Yeah. 98% of this game for me was just surviving 10 feet at a time, so I I missed (laughs) most of the story of this game. I, you know, excuse me. For the most part, that was the way I played, too. I don't, um... I don't think I had as hard a time as you did. I don't know if I had a better suit I was wearing, or if it was just the gun I was using. Uh, But Basically, I was doing fine right after I got done killing all the zombies, and I had saved up a whole lot of ammo. Yeah. For my good gun. And then also right when I got, I think it was a G36 gun that had like a scope on it. Yeah. Basically at that point it was accurate enough that I could start headshotting people more consistently. So I I was fine for a long time after I got that gun also. But in the in-between times and then right here at the end, uh, yeah, I was having a tough time. Yeah, by the time I made it to Prepriot, like after I got the stash and was heading to Chernobyl, that was when the shit hit the fan. I lost... I lost practically all my healing items. I lost all my radiation reducing stuff and all my ammo. Uh, by the time I made it to the sarcophagus, which is the entrance to basically the Chernobyl power plant, I guess, where, where the meltdown happened, I guess. Um, I, I was I was scavenging bodies. I'd shoot a guy and then have no bullets left and then have <laughs> to get bullets from him. Yeah, I had a tough, t- not not really tough time, but it was a rough cross. And once that meltdown was scheduled to happen, that six minute period, yeah, those helicopters were on my ass. I ran the entire way, not I a ran, not a bullet was shot. I ran ten feet and then had to take a Red Bull or whatever it is. <laughs> I didn't an energy shot and then yeah. run fifteen more feet and then take another one. I had I I don't know what happened whenever I installed the the mod, but the weight limit stuff didn't affect me as much anymore. Oh, I thought I thought it affected me more after. See, that was the thing. Like for some reason, I was like, maybe they fixed it to where you don't get bogged down so bad. Do you know what you were at versus the limit? Because the limit was sixty, right? Sixty pounds. Yeah, I was I was cl- well. The limit you it was fifty out of fifty, but you could go to sixty and still move. Yeah. Um I was at 50, sometimes at 60 and could still run. Yeah, I could still run. It just drained my stamina bar a lot faster. Yeah. I didn't know the energy drinks could refill it. Yeah, that's the only, they don't give you health. They just Yeah, I had no idea. I thought that was just for whenever you got hungry. <laughs> Which that started happening a lot more after I installed this mod. Yeah, it's like they amped everything up. The weather patterns and the day-night cycle is more intense. Yeah. All these other, like, 
systems were, I don't know, just affected me more. But, um, so when I made it to <clears throat> a sarcophagus, this is when, holy shit, this part was fucking frustrating as hell. Um, you're in the small corridors, you're in here with dudes who are heavily armed, as well as have body armor. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes probably more than half a clip to take one guy down uh, with certain guns, particularly the guns that I was using. Yeah. I got stuck with only like a submachine gun, so there are multiple times where I unloaded one entire clip into somebody and then they just shot me and killed me. Yeah. the I don't think the hit stun is very good in this game. You know, you shoot a guy and it it, it depends if he stumbles. Yeah. You know, like sometimes it's just he's just going to stand there and shoot you. You're both just shooting each other. Um, I started picking up their energy beam sniper rifles. Never used that once. Uh, see, those are nice because you can headshot all those guys in, and kill them in one hit. Yeah. The, Granted, they could kill you in one hit also, so... They were, like, very inaccurate with those guns for me. Really? Yeah. I don't know why, but they, they were just uber inaccurate. Every time... I could hear it I could hear it going off, and I'd look around, and I'm like, okay, I don't know where this guy is, but I need to keep running. You know, it was like, it was like one of those things. But, um, yeah, those guys were inaccurate. I just didn't really use it. Um... This part, oh my god. You're in these small corridors with these guys. You can't do shit to them, it seems like. So it was to a point where I just went balls to the fucking wall. It was like I was on my last fucking leg. Because I was, it was, I did this all in one shot. Like from from the time I made it to Pepriot to the time I beat the game, it was in one sitting. <laughs> and I was it was like whenever I first played Assassin's Creed 1 where I played it to a, like about halfway and then quit and then 3 years later came back to it and said I need to beat this game and the only way I'm going to beat it is by powering through it tonight. And that's exactly what I did with this game. Yeah, that's exactly what I did last night, but I did not win. <laughs> I was Crumpled under the boots of these monolith soldiers. <laughs> so I just unloaded on them and somehow made it. I think I kind of cheesed it a little bit. <laughs> hey, like, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I totally cheesed it. Like, you know, I'd have a guy around a corner and I'd like, I'd shoot him in probably like the sleeve of his arm and it'd kill him. You know, I was like, well, he's just standing there, so I'm going to shoot him. <laughs> um, you know, I, it, it took me a long time to get through that. Saving every F6, every five seconds. Yep. You know, I, I kept a finger on it. Basically, every time I kill somebody, I'm saving now. Pretty much. And then I'd save myself to in a corner because, oh, fuck, now I don't have any ammo. <laughs> you know? Like, it was, like, I had used up all my fucking pistol ammo. And I had thousands of rounds. Yeah. I was like, how is this possible? They went from... Oh, this gigantic area that had like maybe six guys way the fuck over there too. Now you're in these small corridors and there's 20 dudes straight ahead of you. And all of them are shooting at you. 
I just like I, I don't know how they jump that fast. But God. So I made it past all that, and there was two basically two ways I could go. One way was this large door um, with an access code, like a like a key card panel. That was the way I went. That was, I guess, for the true ending. I don't really know. I didn't know this until after I watched, like, like I went back and looked at the fact, and apparently I had done the true ending or whatever. Um, because basically, the reason why I went that way was because that there was more corridors to go down, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna move this way." So I went that way, opened the door, went inside. So what? What was the other way that you decided? I would like to go down more corridors. I did. I don't know. I, I said no. After They're, how shitty those corridors are, the last thing I would want to do is go down more corridors. More corridors, yeah. So I was I was done after that. I was like, all right, fuck this. So and like I think after that, I, it was to a point. It, it was I, I came into this big area where there was nothing around. And look, to me, it signified boss fight. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is a big area. Uh, it looks like a little laboratory kind of thing. And so I saved it. And I actually minimized the game and looked at the fact to see exactly where I was, like how long for this game. And from where I was right there to the end of the game was two paragraphs of this fact. I was like, I got this in the bag. You know, and I I started, I did what the fact told me to do. You destroy these little uh, generators that are powering up this like um, hologram uh, in the middle. Um, When you do that, this guy shows up in the hologram. It's like a, some Russian scientist guy. Is he the guy that's been talking ever since you got to the sarcophagus? Yes. Because there's been that like one voice that's just been saying shit. Yeah, it's it's that guy. Okay. What it is, it, from what I can gather from the cutscenes, is that this is a computer program uh, that began doing experiments on... Is this the self-aware sea consciousness? Yes. That's what they were trying to do. This was... Basically, these scientists came in after the meltdown. Uh, They did not create the meltdown. uh, But they did create the zone. And they tried to explain this. And I will try to explain it as best I can. Basically, the entire world is surrounded by this aura. Uh, This aura um, has the ability to manipulate different types of waves, including brain waves. Um, And for the longest time throughout the history of the world, uh, it's been in perfect harmony. When this meltdown happened in Chernobyl, it basically created a rift in this aura. And this aura began to, basically what it did was create the zone, this this whole big area that we've been in, um, where strange things can happen. Anomalies happen and, uh, you know, mutations and uh, the, the psychic, you know, mutated guys that can hit you with like, you know, mind bullets. Yeah. Um, and the scientists in the eighties realized that they could possibly harness this aura 
and use it to basically manipulate human beings. Um, they did experiments and created the monolith. And what they were going to do was they were going to try to harness this aura through the sea consciousness, this supercomputer that would filter out the aura and basically use it as kind of like a weapon. You know, you could like, you could say, I want to aim this fucking thing at the United States, and guess what? We now control your minds. Um, Sterlick, you are a soldier, a high-ranking soldier from Monolith. You were. That's when they developed the Stalkers. Uh, the Stalkers were basically people to keep uh, other people from coming in, but also gatherers of information. Uh, they were... They, they had successfully uh, controlled the minds of the stalkers, which is why he doesn't remember anything, because when he, quote-unquote, died, the sea consciousness left him. Ah. Uh. So anything up to that point is gone, because he it wasn't him experiencing it. It was the sea conscious experiencing it. Um, and at that point, you have an option. They want to continue with uh, developing with the sea consciousness, and you can uh, basically become part of it and uh, give it the the final push it needs to become a very successful thing. Uh, this, of course, will kill you, but your you will basically become the sea consciousness. Or moral, de moral decision time, huh? Yeah. Or you can say, "Fuck you guys, I'm going home," <laughs> and leave. Cartman style. Yeah. Um, and it's the dumbest like dialogue choice you can choose. Like, I don't want to have a part of this. That's what it says. And you'd think like, well, I mean, they do, but you'd think like you'd have some like fucking like robot behind you with a gun, you know, basically telling you to do it. But no, um, you just, I chose, no, I'm not going to be a part of this because I'm such a paladin. Um, and um, I leave. Now begins my descent into the seventh layer of hell. That's not the end? No, that is oh, not the Lord. end. good lord. The end is your escape. So I guess the... Sea consciousness or the hologram, whatever the hell you want to call this thing, says, hey, he's over here. And literally, soldier, Mala soldiers come out of everywhere. Um, they actually use a uh, teleporter. They, they have portals that pop up. <laughs> I'm not kidding. They have portals. They, I've never seen this throughout the entire game. I put 18 hours in this game. Never saw a fucking portal. Portals start popping up. Monolith soldiers come out of them, and the portal disappears. Um, and I mean, in this section, from the time I left that building to the time I finally left the entire to the time I beat the game, I had to have shot at least... 150 of these guys. Holy hell. With what ammo? With the ammo that I was finding on their bodies. They have this really awesome 
gun that looks it looks very futuristic. Very fast shooting gun. It's pure white. Huh. Looks almost like a portal gun, but it's just it's just, it's, just, it's like shooting like bullets like that fast. Um, and that sucker will kill a guy in about you know if you hold it down on him for like maybe a second and a half it'll kill him and they're dead. Yeah. Um, but they can do the same thing to you. <laughs> the thing about this escape is going from leaving outside to basically jumping from portal to portal. Uh, there is a portal at the end of the area. You go into that portal and it takes you to the roof of the building. You run all over the, the roof. There's dudes everywhere. You jump into another portal. That portal takes you to a pipe. You got to run down this pipe. There's another portal at the end of that pipe. You jump into that portal. That portal makes you fall down into another portal. Then you land on another roof somewhere. And it's it, you just you you're like going through these constant fucking loops of portals. And and it was to a point where I didn't know is this the right portal? Am I doing like an infinite loop? <laughs> you know. And guys just keep spawning. But I knew I was doing something right because the second to the last portal. When you jump through it, you actually teleport directly in front of the traitor, the first guy that gives you missions. And he looks up and he's like, marked one, what the hell are you doing? Then you then you you go through another portal. It's, it pulls you through <laughs> another portal and then you land back with a bunch of monolith guys. And I'm like, fuck, I thought that was the end. This sounds so horrible to me because it sounds like a section that should take 15 to 20 minutes. But I know will take me three to five hours. It took me an hour to do this one part. That I guarantee you, if those soldiers, if there'd only been like one or two soldiers every time you went to a portal, um, it would have took you ten minutes. If that. Because it was basically just go from point A to point B. There was no real platforming. There was no... You know, getting behind cover and stuff like that. It was just shoot all these guys and then get to the end of that to jump into the portal. And when you finally jump into the, to the last portal, and you, you you get a cutscene uh, of Strelik or you or whatever the fuck you want to be <laughs> uh, laying in a field resting. The end. Magnificent. This game was such a roller coaster for me, man. I, you know, it started off bad. You know, it had some pretty decent highs in the middle. As I was getting into it and, you know, getting comfortable with the guns and the gunplay. But it's starting on a sour note and ending on a sour note is not going to make this game fondly remembered in my mind. No. This game will be known as that game I did for that game club. Because I, I really enjoyed the atmosphere. I wish that I could have like wandered around this world and had a better story told in this world. Because I, I want to say that the world is essentially just as good as Metro. I mean, it's not that much different, but... It was a lot bigger world. There was a lot more to this than in Metro. But Metro was just much more polished. <sighs> I hated Metro's story. I hated it too. 
I thought it and was I don't cool. know that this one's any better. This one's there's less story here, I think. I think Except for what you said in the end, which was more than the rest of the game combined. That yeah, that 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 ending part where there was dialogue choices was the most story you got out of it. And don't get me wrong, it explained a good amount. It tried its best to explain a good amount. And it did tell a story. Yeah, and it but, sounded like a good story when you were telling it to me. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 yeah, it, to, it totally feels like, you know... You, have you played Bioshock? Yes, most of it. Did you get to the twist? No, I did not. You never got to the twist in Bioshock? No. All right, well, then I won't spoil it. But... It, it it felt like a lot like the twist in Bioshock. It was it was it was it was well told, and I just wish they would have. Don't give me cryptic fucking FMV movies of Strelick shooting rats, you know. That yeah, that, that seemed has, like a waste of time. That has absolutely no bearing on that story whatsoever. I have no idea what that was. Exactly. And it's it's funny because, you know, there's a lot of games, like you take Half-Life as an example of a game that tries to do away with cutscenes because, you know, keeps you in the game if if everything is from that point of view or everything's in-game or, or whatever your reasoning is for getting rid of cutscenes. And then the other extreme, you've got something like Final Fantasy, which is play through this game and then have a gorgeous, fulfilling cutscene. And yeah. that's your reward for getting to the next section. That's what I was hoping I was going to get out of this. I got a real cutscene, you know? Not just a flyover, which we got two or three of those in the game. Here's, like, let's show you the layout of the land, but a real cutscene. So I'm like, all right, I'm in for something big here. And then that's what it was. Some fucking rats. And I was like, this this is no payoff whatsoever. It's not related. It's not keeping me in the game. I see zero reason for having this cutscene. Under any rationale of having a cutscene. Yeah. This is... I don't know what to say about this game. Oh, man. I'm so torn on this game. Because I hated it. Didn't mind it. Ah, this is kind of cool. It has a little bit of atmosphere. To, holy shit, I fucking hate this game again. (laughs) It wasn't like, oh, I hate it as much as I did the first part. No, um, it was to a point where I was like, I hate this with a passion. In fact, I will say, after the credits, I uninstalled that game, and I will never download it again. (laughs) I know that's horrible to say. But would you download one of the sequels? I already own one of the sequels. Is it prepped and ready to go? Is your trigger finger itchy? Um, No. (laughs) <laughs> this this game that game will not be played for probably another two years. I do not want to go back to the world of Stalker anytime soon. Yeah, see that's the problem is I want to go back to the world of Stalker. I don't want to go back to the game of Stalker. I don't even know which one I have. I have Stalker Clear Sky. Which I think is the sequel. I can't remember. But, uh, like, after the whole 
cutscene, like when it, when it shows him laying in the field, like resting or whatever, um, it, it looks like the zone has kind of turned back into a, a healthy place. There's grass, you know, and it looks kind of clear, like clear skies. And that's why I'm thinking that's what the sequel is going to be about. Uh, is that now what happens after all this happens? Yeah, I think I'm going to read the book instead. <laughs> I'm done with this series. Like uh, that, it, it is. It is good to say I finished this game. I put it on my finish list. I beat this game. I mean, d- did I cheese the hell out of it at the end? Yes. Did I feel bad about it? No. Yeah, I wouldn't feel bad. No, this 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 was not. That last part was not fun. That last part was me being determined to finish this game. And it, uh, I hate to say that, you know, because there was parts in this game where I thought it was genuinely good. You know, the first time I went underground, even though it took forever to find out how to get underground because the game is stupid that way. But when I got underground and there was, you know, fucking the 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 crazy mutated dudes and uh you know it, you had a set place to go you have to go here it felt like a level like i said in the last podcast yeah. i had i had fun there every time i went into a building that had that had a set structure where i needed to go i had fun or you know because they set up atmosphere you know it was fucking creepy like when i was running around and those like gas mask guys that act like animals Oh yeah, the, are are they the ones that they called snorks? Yes, they called them snorks, <laughs> which makes them sound much less scary than they were. Yeah, those things were scary. Yeah, you know, I mean, they kill you quick, and they take a lot of hits. Yeah, they leap at you. Yeah, I mean, they they set up good atmospheric pieces in this game, but that final part felt like a lazy excuse for for a final boss. I would have rather. Of them had like a gigantic hulking monster behemoth mutated thing for me to fight and run around and shoot than what they gave me. As out of the blue as that might have been, it wouldn't have been totally strange since there were a couple of types of these mutants that you only fight two or three times in the whole game. Like there's the big fat round ones. I yeah. don't know what they're called. That, that like lunge at you. Yeah. Yeah, I only think. I think we only saw two of those, right? Yeah. The ones that shoot the mind bullets, there were only two of those. So it wouldn't have been that surprising to have one big one and say somehow it's related to whatever caused these other ones. I mean, they, they could have just said the sea consciousness released this thing to kill you. Yeah. I mean, that's that they could have. I would have been totally fine with that. Instead of me trying to escape through these fucking portals and then just sending every person in hell and damnation after you. <laughs> I mean, it was just. It was. Oh, I almost broke my fucking keyboard. Yeah, I'm waiting for this last escape part. This, 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 I, I will have to give the game this, though. It taught me how to use a mouse and keyboard pretty efficiently. Yeah, sink or swim. You yeah. have to learn how to use your mouse and keyboard. Yeah, that, this, that, that, I have to give it that. I, I can now play first person shooters with a mouse and keyboard again. Am I as good as I was back, you know, Quake 3 Arena? No. But I can, I can play one now. 
Holy shit. This game. <laughs> I mean, how much did you spend on it? $5. Yeah, I think that's what I paid too, was $5. Oh, I definitely got my money's worth out of it. Yeah, I, and I want to say for that, you know, that was a point that I wanted to make sure that came out, is that this is not a game that I would say is fun throughout its majority. But, I don't know, for 5 bucks, I, it was a good pickup. There's a lot there for five bucks. Oh, it's a, it's absolutely! A big ass game. Let me see exactly. I've still got somewhere between two and ten hours left to get through the last fifteen minutes of the game. So, <laughs> Stalker: Shadows of Chernobyl or Shadow of Chernobyl. I want to see exactly my final playtime. <sighs> According to Raptor. According to Raptor, I have fifteen hours in it. I need one more hour to become hardcore. That, that, that might even happen. be more than 15 hours. That will never happen. Um, 15 hours, you have passed me. You are 17 hours in. Yep. 15 hours. Fair, I'd say about half an hour of that was not actually played. Wow. Just THQ, man. Oh, good lord. They, they know how to release them. I mean, don't get me wrong, THQ, rest in peace. They did make some pretty good games. Or they published some pretty good games, I should put it that way. Yeah. Hell, they published fucking Metro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so let me ask you this. Um, what do you prefer? Metro or Stalker? See, that depends if you're asking 14-year-old me or almost 30-year-old me. <laughs> because at this day and age, there's no way I'd take a mediocre... 18-hour game over a mediocre 8-hour game. I just don't have time to sit down and plow through the games like this that are this frustrating. Because Metro had a lot of problems, but it was it got never got as frustrating as this game did. This is true. And, you know, if I'm going to say I've got a weekend, I could sit down and beat Metro in a weekend. Yeah. No, no problem. But this game... You know, you you got to kind of like punishment a little bit. You got to be in it for the long haul, and that, that's hard enough to do on a game that I really want to play, let alone a game that I'm paid five dollars for and I just kind of want to casually stroll through it. That's not this game. I think one does this... not simply <laughs> stroll into Chernobyl. No, <laughs> no. The uh, the this is the Dark Souls of. Or I should say the Demon Souls. This is the Demon Souls of post-apocalyptic first-person shooters. Yeah, brutal. They don't explain anything. It is brutally difficult. The only difference is there is rewarding factors to Dark Souls and Demon Souls to make it a brilliant game. Mm-hmm. While Stalker is not brilliant. No. It's workmanlike. It gets the job done, but... Man, it's not awesome. No. Man. I don't know what I prefer now. I I, I think... <sighs> I had more fun playing Metro. Alright. I had less of a difficult time playing Metro. Don't get me wrong, I got pissed off at Metro a bunch of times. You know, getting lost was real easy in that game. Um, Stalker, for some reason, clicked with me in some parts. 
and it, it felt good. Um, the, the beginning was a combination of me not knowing how to use a mouse and keyboard and this game being very, very punishing. Uh, once I learned the mouse and keyboard parts and they started having some pretty cool set pieces, I was fine with it. I thought I was enjoying what I played of it. Uh, when I, I think the peak of my interest was whenever I, like the first couple of hours after I installed the complete mod. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was when I was like, "This this game is cool." I'm, I'm see, having. I want to see my say my peak was right when I was getting to Pripyat. See, I had I had a trouble I had trouble getting to Pripyat, and I was like, "You know, I never changed the way I played this game. I always was one button one finger was always on the F six. I was always saving, you know, and it was just like." I just couldn't get into it after, after having two good areas where they set up atmosphere and they, it wasn't overly difficult. And then just going back to generic first person shooter where things don't really control very well. I was like, I'm, I, I kind of just lost interest. It was like when, when I hit about the, all right, so I put 15 hours in this game when I hit about the eleven-hour mark, I was I was like, I'm either finishing this tonight, or I'm not gonna finish it, and that that's when I just lost all hope. It was just of, of enjoying it, or of of pretty much enjoying it. This became a job. Over like you know, I was like, yeah, okay, there, there's a story, and I listened and I tried to pay attention to it, and I think I get it, but too little, too late. Yeah, there, yeah. Too much of this game is focused on these super hard firefights. Oh yeah. I, I mean, think... we're talking. For me, this was Trials Evolution number of deaths in this game. Yeah. We're literally dying twenty or thirty times before I progress twenty feet. Yeah, I mean okay. that's yeah, and then at the beginning, I'd lose fucking hours of gameplay. I'd, I'd say in the in. From me dying and reloading, I bet you in my 15 hours of playing this game, logging it in, I guarantee you at least three hours of that was me restarting stuff. Oh, yeah. This game is probably really only about a 10-hour game if it wasn't so brutally difficult. That's why I always uh, put an asterisk next to people... Like when, when a new game is coming out and they say, this game only takes five hours to beat. It's not worth your money. And I'm like, well, let's wait a minute. I take longer than most people, and you probably went through it faster than most people. So, yeah, this game could have been done. You know, I don't know. What would you think a, a speed run time for this game would be? Well under ten, five, six hours. Oh, I could see somebody, if they had this fucking game memorized, that, that, you know. Without fast traveling and knew exactly where to go, they could probably do this game in five hours. Yeah. And here I am pushing 20. <laughs> Which I can see. Are you kidding me? I mean, hell, I've, I've never beat Demon Souls or Dark Souls. And I've, I've, I've literally sat at work and watched a person beat Dark Souls in one hour. <laughs> he beat in one hour what I couldn't do. I couldn't even do the first level. So... I mean, I mean, there's people out there that are nuts. 
you know, and I'm sure that there is a speed run of Stalker that is insane that would blow us away. So I just like as far as story goes, I think Stalker has a better story. I think it's told poorly, and I yeah. th- I don't think there's enough of it. While I, I think that's the perfect comparison. While uh, Metro, there I can't. I don't even know what the fuck happened in Metro. Yeah, you know, Metro I, felt more random. Although at one point in this game, uh, I don't know. I think it was before we got to the antenna. All of a sudden, there's these yellow balls of energy popping up, and then little animals were coming out of them and running towards me. Yeah. What the fuck were those? And where the hell did they come from? Oh, I mean, that, that was just that was. I think that was side effects of the brain scorcher. On me. Yeah. But I had that super helmet. Or, did you get that? I didn't. We didn't get mention that. it, but I saved like a scientist, and then he gave me a special helmet. I didn't. I so didn't that, I, that I wouldn't get my brain scorched. No, I didn't get that. Ah. Uh. I just ran through it. <laughs> it's like okay, well, there's there's wolves coming at me. Yeah, that was one set of side missions I did do was to get that helmet. <sighs> apparently, I was still affected. Yeah, I don't know. I, there, there's so many things in this game that I can't really explain. That I mean, like, I understand the story at least. I mean, I, I do understand the story. You know, they they at least explain that. While in, in in Metro, I have no idea. Yeah. So, what can I say? Final thoughts. Let's just let's just go ahead and close it up. I mean, I've, we I I had some good times, but the bad times majorly outweigh the good times. Yeah, for me, it's basically like an EKG where there were spikes of fun in there, but you know th- this was mostly a, a, a trudge. Yeah, it was hard to get through some of this, and it's going to be hard to get through this last section I think are you going to try to finish it I am going to try to finish it but honestly the idea of spending four more hours trudging through 15 minutes of firefight well see the the thing is you are not going to get the true ending so I don't so I don't know okay (laughs) so I don't know if you're going to have that escape like I did that may not even happen God, I, I, hope not. I, I have no idea, though. I'll take the B ending and be happy with it. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I, I put this much time into it. I'm going to finish it up. I mean, I'm already in the sarcophagus, so it can't be that much farther. Yeah. If it wasn't as difficult, you'd probably have 30 minutes left. But instead, you've got about two hours. Uh, I'll say this. Before we started recording, I played for 30 minutes. Moved forward five feet in the game. I killed some people, went to the end of the hall, killed some people, went back to where I started, and saved it. And that was all I got done in 30 minutes. Jesus. So, yeah. Glowing review for Stalker Shadow of Snowblade. It's tough. If you like punishment. I want to look up the Metacritic on it. It's not that bad, actually. I want to say it's 80, low 80s. I have to type in the periods. Jesus. Eighty-eight. 
82. 82. 82. Wow. Was 2007 like just a, a bad year? That's a good fucking question. <laughs> I mean, I see 93 is the highest score. Broken. Absolutely and utterly broken. Not the game. Oh, no. It's my fragile nerves that have been shattered. Adrenaline <laughs> is still coursing through my veins as I type. And what's more, I absolutely love it. Stalker is thoroughly affecting game. And it's got me by the short hairs. PC format. April 2007. You know what? I need to find this guy who wrote this review. He's not alone, man. I know. I I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe it's a product of its time. Maybe 2013 me can't shave those six years off and appreciate it the way (laughs) 2007 PC format editor could have. I'll, uh, I'll put it this way. Cheat Code Central... The, the worst review gave it a 58. Um, short and sweet. Flaws abound in this game. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is very true. Um, I mean, I don't want to bash the game. You know? Honestly, I didn't hate it. It's better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. To be fair, you know, when I paid $5 for an older game, I didn't think I would ever be able to make it through the game. And To be fair, I haven't yet, but I didn't think I'd make it this far in the game. It's true. I don't know. Like, you know, I mean, I, I don't want to say I hate it. I really, there was many parts of it that made me hate it. But I think in in an overall thing, if I had to give this game a score, and this is with the complete 2009 mod installed, I'd probably give it about a six. It's a decent game if you have the patience for it. Yep. Um. And it was it, it was to the point where I didn't have any more patience. I had <laughs> ran out. Um, well, we're on to something quite a bit different next. Yeah, we're on to a game that I know is good. <laughs> it was good. We'll see how it holds up. Uh, next week, I think I, I'm guessing we're going to record next week. I will have, we'll have to do some email back and forth with that. Um, we're going to have the one and only Jason. Gambus Khan Gambrell on our show. I'm excited. And uh, I'm sure it will be one of the longest shows we ever record. <laughs> um, and we're going to be playing the Square-developed game, uh, Xenogears. 1998, fellas. I was 13 when that game came out. Oh, boy. It's... Uh, that was a different era. If I think I can't get all the way back to 07, man. Yeah, no. You know, I, I've already played a little bit of it. I downloaded it and I'm playing on the PSP. Oh, uh, that's, that's how I'm going to be doing it. Yeah. Uh, well, I figured if, you know, I could sit there and be playing it while the girlfriend's watching something on television. Uh, I mean, it, it it's going to be a lot of reading. Um, obviously, there's not much voice. Well, at least we'll have story. Yeah, you're definitely going to get story with this game. Have you ever played Xenogears, man? Not even touched it. Never touched it, okay. I don't know anything more about it than the name. Makes me think that there's a 
Metal Gear of some sort. No. I mean, space, it, space Metal Gear, Xeno Gear. Yeah, there's there are space mechs. Done. That's all I. That's all I got from the title. <laughs> yeah, there are space mechs, and it is a role playing game. Okay, then I'm going into it with exactly what I was coming into it with. We're talking old school, fucking Final Fantasy, like heyday JRPG times. Nice. I'm looking forward to this change of pace. Yeah. Um, this I can go ahead and say. I mean, we've already done a hardcore JRPG in the form of Crimson Gem Saga. Um, I can already say that this game excels about ten times higher than Crimson Gem Saga. I don't know. I liked Crimson Gem Saga. You liked Crimson Gem Saga, and I don't think it was bad. I just think that when you have enemies that walk around, regular ass enemies that walk around that can kill <laughs> you before bosses can, there's a problem. And this game, you don't have that. The bosses can kill you, but the regular enemies, those are cannon fodder. Those are supposed to be there to help you level up. That's how an RPG works. It's how it's always been done. If you don't believe me, go play Xenogears, because that game was made in 1998. So that's... Oh, God, Crimson Gem Saga leaves a bad taste in my mouth. If I had to say... The one game that we've played for Phoenix Down so far that I that I hate the most, the Crimson Gem Saga. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Wow. Over Stalker. Wow. Stalker jumped to the top of my list. <laughs> so Stalker is officially the game you hate the most out of all the games that we've done. Uh, I, at this moment, I would say yes. I, I haven't thought about it in those terms yet, but let me finish the game and then see if it's still there. Yeah. I did that. I mean, hey, that's fair. That's your opinion. I just think that uh, I put so many hours into Crimson Gem Saga to just have a kick in the nuts to the point where I, I, I can't finish that game. There is no way. You can't grind in that game due to the fact that it takes up all your fucking resources to just fucking do a couple of battles. But anyway, we'll skip that. If you want to hear about our trek through Crimson Gem Saga... You go right ahead and download it. In fact, I highly suggest it. Because that way you can get prepared to hear us talk about Xenogears. <laughs> um, but I have played Xenogears. Granted, I was 14 years old when I played Xenogears. So, you know, we're talking 13 years ago. So. Take, can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait either. I think it's. I think we're going to have fun. Uh, Jason, I know he, he loves that game. And if you've ever heard the N4G podcast, Jason is a character. <laughs> he is a character. But yeah, that's pretty much it. We're we're done with Stalker. Thank, Thank God. God. <laughs> um, it's it's in the bag. I finished it. I can proudly say I finished. It's like the Red Badger Courage. I finished Stalker Shadow of Chernobyl. Um, don't forget to check us out on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter handle is DML Fury. Matt's is R E M G S. Uh, you can tweet to us. Uh, please send us an email if you would like. Uh, you can send me an email, frustratedfury at ztgamedomain.com. You can suggest games to us. Please do not suggest Stalker Clear Sky or Stalker Call of Prepriot. Um, but we will try and play the games that you guys suggest. Um, 
And uh, please, please leave us an iTunes review. We haven't got an iTunes review in a while. In fact, I'm going to go check right now, so I'm going to fill for a little bit of time. Um, no, I do not want to update iTunes. <laughs> oh, my God. I do not even want to own iTunes. <laughs> I hate iTunes. But, um, yeah, I mean, it definitely suggest some games to us. We, we'd like to hear your out. Your, anything that you guys would like us to play, we'll definitely give it a shot. Um I'm, I'm not afraid to try anything. I mean, I was, I was skeptical with soccer, and I made it through that somehow. I can't believe. I thought I wasn't going to be the one to finish soccer. I thought you were going to be the one. That is the opposite. Mm, yeah. So. I will though. I hope. Although I said that about uh, whatever that other game was. Uh, Okami. Yeah. Did you ever finish that? Nope. No, I'm still pretty close, but I haven't <laughs> touched it. Oh, geez. All right. Well, we do not have any new uh, iTunes reviews. Um, please, if you would, leave us an iTunes review. It helps get our name out there. Um, let us know how we're doing. If we're doing good, we're doing bad. If you want to suggest some games, please feel free. Uh, you know our Twitters. You know our email. Hit us up. And if you have any other suggestions as far as like how to improve our game, like Jay did with us installing the mod, please let us know this because... If I didn't have that mod, I would not have finished this game. That's that simple. Yeah. Because that, fa- that fast travel saved me. So, but yeah, that's that's it for Stalker. We're done. Thank God we're out of here. We will be back next week with Xeno Gears with the one and only Gambus Khan. As of right now, I am Drew. And I'm Matt. And we're out of here. Hope you guys enjoyed. See you next week. Sunday's went to the